Is this, is this a live interview for the show? Uh, I don't want to talk right now because I'm about to start crying. That's for real. The pills make me want to kick your heels up and throw your hands up and Bills fans, near and far, welcome back to Bills and Beers, the Buffalo Bills preview podcast from the Bills backers here in Chicago, Illinois. The media is abuzz with the 3-0 Buffalo Bills. The Bills join only two other teams in the NFL as the undefeated powerhouse, the number one ranked offense in the NFL, and we are coming off. A come-from-behind victory. The only time in NFL history that a team has come back two straight weeks from 18-point deficits to win. But this time, over the New England Patriots, the first time since 2003, ending a 15-game winning streak for the New England Patriots. We are all on cloud nine. We're so glad you joined us for this week's episode of Bills and Beers. I'm Lars. To my immediate left, Billy the Kid Nichols. I got my guns out and I'm shooting tonight. How you doing? And of course, the lovely, although absent from the Bills bar on Sunday, Miss Cassie Ozark with us tonight as well. Might I say, Lars, that was probably the best opening to this show I have ever heard. Thank you very much for that. Well, you know, uh, hey, if our Bills are going to give us that kind of show, I think we only owe it to the fans of the greatest team in any sport at any point throughout the history of mankind. <laughs> 2011 Buffalo Bills, it's the least I could do. No jamming Jeff Day with us this evening. He's still doing the whole business school thing with Brad Butler. Uh, but hey, who needs him? We're coming off a win against the New England Patriots. We've got plenty to talk to. We've got a bloodbath coming up in Cincinnati this week. We're super jazzed to talk. Wait, one more time. What are we coming off of? We are coming off a come-from-behind win over Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. As always, you can reach us at billsandbeers.com. That's our website. Subscribe to us on iTunes. That's really the best way to get this podcast. Leave a comment. Rate the show. Tell all your friends about it. Let's not waste any more time. We want to talk a little bit about this Patriots game. You heard some sound bites from the Bills bar here in Chicago to lead things off. And then we're going to talk about just how badly the number one offense in the NFL is going to roll into Paul Brown Stadium and completely dismantle the Cincinnati Bengals. Here, here. Bills make me wanna Shout. kick your heels up and Shout. throw your hands up and Shout. throw your head back and Shout. come on now. The if Bills we can just comment on the the amount of pure adrenaline and emotion that we saw at Lincoln Station, the Buffalo Bills backers bar. One of the, one of the two bars. Let's let's not exclude our brethren from Delilah's. Sure, sure. Because they are they are as authentic as it comes. But you know, we like our creature comforts. We like our HD projectors and our wings. <laughs> Me, my salad. Um, a nice crispy bacon on a chicken sandwich, perhaps. Yeah, no, it's good. You know, but Delilah's another Bills bar. Yep. But yes, 
when Drayden Florence ran that ball into the end zone, you and I both, Bill, gr- literally grabbed the stools we were sitting what on. What else would you do besides we, grab the thing that you were sitting on and you may- hoist it in the air? And just slam it on the ground repeatedly. And the thing I was thinking about afterward was if I have this much adrenaline and I, I'm literally like, I felt like there was, a, remember, you know, there was huge, that huge like 300 pound New England Patriots fan that was there. Who was a good guy. Who was actually a decent guy. However, I my, my eyes literally just filled up with hatred for him the entire day. And I literally thought as I was hoisting this thing up, I and I said to multiple people, because I had a fork in my hand at the time, <laughs> I said, I, I believe I can go up to anybody in this entire bar and gouge his eyes out and absolutely destroy him and kill him and never let him see the light of day. Well, speaking of luminaries at the bar, Patrick Kane was in attendance at the Lincoln Was Station. he? Yeah, this he is came. the first I've heard of this. Yeah. He's a brethren from Buffalo. You'd think he would have bought an around for the bar. He would, yeah. You, as a Buffalo native yeah. and as a guy who's making millions of dollars, I mean, granted, the bar was packed. I mean, it was sure. SRO to the hilt. What, 200 people, 300 people? Yeah, but you can, you can drop from It's that. a G to him. Like, come on. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's... Drop in the bucket. But Cassie, you were with your family, I'm I, sure. I mean, I've seen your mom. Your mom's pretty hardcore. I was with my family, and... I've seen your mom, too. My Yes, you both <laughs> have seen my mother, who's a fabulous person. And a listener to the show. Sure. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> yeah, thanks, 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 Dio. Um... I would say, I'm with my family, and I, I miss that roar of the crowd. We did get up and play the shout song three times over, and we danced around the entire, I mean, I'm jumping on the couch, my brother's circling, I mean, I mean, we have the song going on, just like you guys did at Lincoln Station. But it was a disbelievement. I have to. I have to be honest. Oh, I spent. I spent the rest of the day Sunday and most of the day Monday in a complete fog. Yeah. Like, I, what do I do now? What What do I do? I, I mean, this challenges my identity as a Bills fan, and I think that's why that Drayton Florence touchdown just resulted in such a, a visceral response from all of us, was because we all said we had the same reaction after we tied the game. You know, we're all sitting there thinking, "Oh God, now the Patriots are going to come down and score." And we're going to have to score again and either stop them or get the ball back. And this is just, we're looking at 10 minutes of just unbridled stress yep. right now. Yep. Correct. And then, Completely. And I think we all just felt that like, oh, this is going to suck. This is going to suck. And then when we went ahead by a, a whole touchdown in that moment, right after we scored a touchdown, I think it was just the kind of relief, the kind of release that just doesn't ever, yeah. ever but go the, our but way. The, but the fear of... We're up. This is awesome, but oh no, this is we're gonna find a way to lose it. No, yeah. what I thought was okay. We go up by a touchdown. We can't lose for one for that moment. I was like, the ball is in our hands. Oh, as soon as we the went ball up. is in Fitzpatrick hands because they went down. They tied the game, correct? Yeah. All right, so we tied the game, and we're all sitting there. And we have the ball. Fred Jackson makes up. Unbelievable play. Thank you. He's on my fantasy team. But anyways, he makes that unbelievable play. And we're sitting there with, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to take a kneel? It's a two-minute warning. How many timeouts are they going to spend? And I sat there and said, wait, this game is ours to lose. Yeah. For once. This game is, we didn't have to come from behind. We had the lead. They were the ones sitting on the bench saying, we need the ball back. Yeah. And we were sitting there saying, uh, no, you're not going to get it back because we're going to be smarter than you, Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah. And he that's when he came unhinged. 
And when ready the two minute warning, I sat there and kept my mouth shut, but I, I thought to myself, the absolute worst thing that could happen right now, at least for my stress level, is we score on the very next play. Sure enough, we come out and <laughs> and Freddie scores the touchdown, but not really, you know, and that and that was actually the best thing that could have happened to us. Yeah. Um, it was uh, precisely minus, the way that all went minus, down. Minus uh, Vince uh, Wilfork. He what? should be fined. He should be. Completely. He should Actually, be fined. I don't, uh, How did, was did that see, not called? Did you see the no, re- they got, no, the, the once, second one. Once they got the unsportsmanlike conduct, the game was officially over. Because once we got the automatic first down, it was... It should have been another automatic first down that next play. I will go to the grave saying this, you cheaters, you cheaters, you cheaters, you cheaters. But the thing is, there was no tactical gain to get from that other than they might put Fitzpatrick out for the season, which is complete Bush League. But it was just, it was just dirty, rotten, spiteful play from the Patriots because they, they lost. Like, the game was lost. You don't use second-half timeouts. I've said this time and time again. You need all three of your second-half timeouts. The Patriots burned one. We burned one. It came back to bite them and not us. Mm -hmm. And when we got the ball at the one-yard line, and that's when Belichick started going nuts because he knew that that meant the clock was going to start running again, and he had to burn a timeout with only one left, less than two minutes to go, and we've got the ball on the one-yard line. And Jeff who's not here with us tonight, aptly said, we just need to take a knee. we mm-hmm. got to take a knee. And that, I mean, no-brainer, that's what you do there. Sure. Um, no-brainer if you're in business school. Right. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Me, not in business school. I was like, give the ball to Freddie. Slam <laughs> it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. Yeah. yeah no. I, uh, I, shook my head, I shook my head at Jeff, and I said, Jeff, what are you talking about, Duke? No, we just got to put that ball in the end zone. And then we kneeled a couple of times. I said, Oh, wait, so wait, what time? What? Yeah, how, how much time will be left on the clock? No, it, it, Oh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, less yeah. than five seconds? Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely the right move. I mean, that was just, and although we've said now a couple times since going live here that the media blitz, which has ensued, is a little unsettling. Yeah, just a bit. It's over the top. Yeah, I mean. They're our bills. They're not your bills. Well, They are our bills. And it's so still only them. three games in, Okay. This was a statement win, but we're still only three games in. And one thing I don't want to talk about, and not for some voodoo reason, just because I don't want this to turn into a 50-minute long podcast, but you had mentioned, Bill, that this team is one or two injuries away from falling apart. And we got 13 games left to mm-hmm. play. God, if anything were to happen to Fitz or Freddie... Lord knows what would happen this season. But if those two stay healthy, I'm honestly looking at our schedule thinking, I for for once, I don't know who was on the schedule that we couldn't beat. I think that, in all honesty, some of the, the two of the better teams in the league right now, the Packers and the, and the Lions, who also just happen to be the only other undefeated teams, are really the only teams that I would actually fear right now in the NFL. There's one, the Redskins. No way. They barely, dude. Dallas barely beat them. They Dallas play. They play garbage. an ugly game. They play an ugly game, but they manage to get wins. They're like the Raiders, in my opinion, this year. See, the Raiders think, are a very decent are team. Be good. I agree. I agree. I think the Raiders are going to finish nine and seven. 
they're going to be fighting for that wild card spot because they're nasty and they and they got a little chip on their shoulder too. They I mean they came into the Ralph and oh yeah, and I I will go on record and I'm gonna once we get through this part and we start talking a little bit about the Bengals, I will go on record and say I was completely wrong about that Raiders team. I would agree. I said that I was wrong as well. I I said we got to stop them on the run because they won't do anything with their passing attack and I was. I was the complete opposite of right. I mean, we did pretty well. We keyed up on the run. But, man, Campbell looked pretty sharp out there. So I will say I was wrong. Um, but that's enough of that. Uh, unless anybody else has anything to add. I was at the game last year. I'm gonna be at the game this year. A bunch of my cousins, uh, and they're. All, I mean, it scares me because they're all. Oh man, you guys are definitely gonna win. You guys are definitely gonna win. Uh, but the thing is, right? We're gonna we're gonna destroy them. <laughs> we're really gonna destroy them. As much as I'm like sort of scared about it, um, they're from from my understanding, Lars. You probably know a little bit better than I do, but they they, they do not have. Uh, they, they've struggled for a while in covering uh, the tight like tight ends, right? Now, granted, you know we got Scott Chandler, Scott <laughs> so right there, case in point, win the game. Scott, Scott Chandler, who through two and a half games this season, has already put up career numbers. <laughs> uh, but you got you got to like our chances being able to spread the field like we've been like we've been spreading it. The one point of caution is. You get a team like the Bengals, where they're more thuggish, I would say, than your average team. I mean, you got a guy that was their what leading receiver who just got caught with six pounds of weed. Um, they've they've they have at least three or four guys that get you know. Is, ben, the, is Benson out? Do we know Benson? They have murderers is, on their team. Benson apparently is going to be playing despite the pending suspension. Um, but you get a bunch of these guys, and they just get, they for whatever reason all get on the same page. They haven't been on the same page the whole year. They all get fired up. They all like start just making plays because they want to beat us and they just want to beat the undefeated mm-hmm. team. And then they go and lose every every rest of the game of the season. You know what I mean? So that's the only thing I'm a little bit worried about. But um, but, I, but I, I, I'm, I'm excited to, to just see us continue to put up some points. Prediction? Um, <sighs> Yeah, I'm gonna say we're a little bit, a little bit less uh, production. We're gonna be scared at times. We're not gonna, we're not going to, um, we're not gonna, we're not gonna destroy them too bad, too badly. I'd say we would get probably we'll do like a 27 to uh, to 14, to eh, 27 like 13. I'm gonna jump in here because I was a Buffalo Bills fan two years ago. Like I, I know both of you were. And we did go into Arizona, and we were oh. undefeated, and I was at that game, and I was the a-hole fan that walked around saying, hey, raise your hand if you're undefeated. Yeah, we all walked around raising our hands pre-game, post-game, wasn't the case. So I think this is one of those games. That's a lesson learned right there, by the way. <laughs> oh. Oh, completely. We all walk around yeah. saying that to this day. You're definitely going to do it Sunday. <laughs> we, we lost, and you know what? The... Cardinals went on to make it to the 
Super Bowl. Super Bowl that year. So and they, and they lost the Super Bowl by quite literally inches. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen this year, but I'm confident we're walking to this game. We're three and zero. It's 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 on a different three and zero than than that year. I was going to say it's on a completely owed, different three and zero. You're owed twenty lashes for comparing this team to the 2018. I I agree. I mean, we're at that game. Trent Edwards, which you can all laugh about. <laughs> I did. By the way, the, the, the concussion play yes. um, it was a completed pass for a first down to James Hardy. It was, I mean, it just, it, it just shows you how far we've wow. come or how far they've fallen. I mean, God almighty. What a... Was Kevin Everett walking up? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that was the year before. I was at the game as well. So, okay. Anyways, so I'm going to go back to this year. I, You know, not being this... Super pessimistic fan that I think you guys all think I am. I did predict the Bills were going to have a season record of 5-11. and 11, And I will always <laughs> say that that was my prediction for this year. I think it's a Buffalo Bills win. <laughs> and as you guys all pause, 24-17. I see us getting down 14 points in this game. <laughs> so I, well, I, I, can, I, can I just comment, by the way, as like I was talking and Cassie was talking, just so everyone has a visual... I see this like sort of sort of you know smirk right, and not only is it a, this is coming from Lars right, not only like a little bit of a smirk, no teeth right, just a little bit, a little bit of a of a of a, of a snarl of the lip, let's say, and a twinkle <laughs> in his eyes, okay, like something something's about to come. I'm not sure what it is, but go ahead. Well, I, I see us getting down like fourteen nothing, and I see us all looking at each other at the bar like really. And I can see me just then leaning back in my chair and going, really? Really? But are Come we get that confident? Are we that confident? Yes, we are. Okay. Yes, we are. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? First off, we've, if you, now, power rankings, we're quick to write them off because every time, every year we've been like, you know, 26 and below. But, I mean, for real, like, we were that bad. You know, like Bills fans, we were that bad. And now we're getting ranked like third, fifth. And I don't think we're that good. So I think we're somewhere in between. But either way, by most by most accounts, we have beaten in, in the power rankings right now two top ten teams already this year. In the in the Raiders and the Patriots. If you look at the week three power rankings, yep. we've beat two good teams. <laughs> the Bengals have played the Broncos, the Niners, and the Browns. Okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> now they're going up against the number one offense in the NFL, who is coming off two clutch wins against two of the better teams, two of the top ten teams in the NFL, and a team, the Bills, who has won the last two weeks without having the luxury of going after the quarterback. People have been flaming and have been kind of complaining a little bit about our pass rush. I don't altogether disagree, but we don't have the front four maulers that, like, say, the 2007 Giants had to get to the quarterback without having to blitz. Few teams do. We are going up against a rookie quarterback. And you know, Bill, as well as the next guy, I've got a ton of respect for Andy Dalton. And I think he's going to be a very good quarterback yep. in the NFL. 
That guy was a four-year starter at TCU and lost something like three games over that span of time. The guy gets the job done. <laughs> but he's in his fourth game in the NFL, and we are going to blitz the hell out of him, okay? And if we get burned for a screen pass here or there, big whoop. If they have to beat us on the ground, or if they have to beat us through screen passes, they are going to lose because we are going to spread the field and pick them apart and make them look foolish. No team right now can stay with our offense. And very few offenses out there can do to our defense what we're capable of doing to theirs. The Bengals are certainly not on that short list. We are going to dismantle them. We are going to beat them by no less than four scores. At the absolute least... The point margin in this game will be 12 points, and probably, more likelihood, it'll be something like 28 points. So my final prediction, Buffalo, 43, Cincinnati, 10. Okay. And Lars, <laughs> that was the twinkle. <laughs> Lars, as much Kool-Aid as I think that you drink. It's not even the Kool-Aid. No, 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 no. Because I'm kind of worried about the Eagles. I might... Believe you this week. At least, you, hey. at least you're spiking the Kool-Aid. Hey, hey, we all gotta believe. The media's believing, the whole town of Buffalo is believing, and don't those new uniforms look gorgeous? They've made believers out of us all. Thank you so much for listening to Bills and Beers. We'll be back next week. Go Bills. Go Bills. The Bills make me wanna Shout to you.